California lawmakers want $100 billion towards clean energy. The California DMV to be audited after lawmakers become suspicious of voter fraud. And so many guns in California, the state can't keep up. Thousands still own them illegally. That's what's coming up in this week's episode of California Streaming. This is the California Streaming Podcast with your hosts, Bobby, Jonathan, and Louie. We're three conservative California natives putting ridiculous state and local politics on blast. So hop on our magic bullet train to nowhere, and let's talk some California politics. And boy, is it going nowhere. I never get tired of this. Well, it's going to the desert. I saw a construction picture online. It looked like things were happening. Just some... Just some pillars. That's great. I think they had to post it and go like, look, there is something. We, we swear. We promise. Look, there's a job site with no work being conducted. <laughs> yeah. Huh. But Maybe pic- Caltrans <laughs> is doing it. Where are the people? <laughs> there is no people. There is no bullet train. It is just a train. But there are taxes. I was at somebody at work, a really close friend of mine, he suggested that we should stop calling it the bullet train because that's offensive. <laughs> I'm like, he was joking. He's okay, a conservative, right, and I was right. like, "That's pretty funny." I didn't even think about that. that He's like, "When's California gonna condemn its name?" You know, or the NRA should get behind it and sponsor it. That's the, very yeah. interesting. It no, is. yeah, it is very interesting. There's got to be a bill. Bullet train down. is threatening. Yeah. No, I, I had a, I had a interesting thought. I we're here in Santa Barbara County, but the native people are, of course, the Chumash. Right? Would they? Consider changing the name to Chumash County instead. Ooh, I think ooh. they would. Oh, I think they. Uh, mm, I don't know. They they would tie themselves in the knots to keep it. I feel they would come up with some some liberal progressive uh, justification to out liberal progressive the Chumash idea. It's interesting because if you really step into it, Santa Barbara, Saint Barbara, we have a rich mission history. Yeah. Um, well, I know in like a lot of. Um, town charters. You know they have their uh, their logo. What is it? Uh, their seal, right? And you know, wherever it is, they always remove the cross. You know, because they usually have the founder, and he was a missionary, right? A Catholic missionary, and they you know they etch out that cross and like, no, we're all for everybody. Well, well where <laughs> I was going with it was the history of. The Catholic missionaries and stuff, you know, trying to convert the Indians yeah. to Christians and Catholics. Yeah. And yeah. and you could take the oppression side on that and say, yeah, 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 we need to get rid of all all uh, traces of that, you know. Mm-hmm. So mean, it I, wouldn't surprise me. No. Long story short, it wouldn't surprise me. You know, right. John and I were talking about, because we broadcast the show in the uh, shadow of Neverland Ranch. Right. <laughs> Yeah. We're, pretty, we're pretty close to it. A lot of people have been watching they that wanted, series. They want to get rid of you know Michael Jackson's music on all these radio streaming sites and, and radio yeah. stations. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know uh-huh. that part. Yeah. Uh, I believe <laughs> Canada's three biggest stations came out and they were like, "We're not going to play his music anymore." And I'm like, "So you want to erase him from history?" I mean, wasn't that the name of the album, what? History? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I think what's funny though is, and I'm not. I don't know what to believe or not. I'm not taking a stance either way. I think he he was a super. Um, he had a lot of mental issues just yeah. in general, yeah. Um, yeah. And a lot of that I think was acting like a child, yeah. And so he hung out with children, and yeah. he was probably inappropriate in the way someone who thinks they're a child just general conduct, just yeah. general conduct because he had a little kid's brain, right? Um, I read recently that 
they emptied out an entire supermarket so he could pretend like he was shopping like a normal person. And they filled all the people in there with his friends and family. And he could act like he just wanted to put things in a cart and go to the supermarket like a normal person. And so like people would pander to him and do those kind of things. Right. And nobody ever just said, Hey man, uh, you need help. (laughs) So for me, I think it's, I think it's interesting that now we're choosing to like do these things after he's dead. Correct. Now when he can't defend himself, it's a good point. We're going to go ahead and it's a good point. We don't really know what to believe. Uh, I I mean, honestly, uh, a lot of these things went to court. They sure did. They went to court 20 20 miles from here. Right. (laughs) You know, uh, while he was alive. Right. But now we've got these other stories and Oprah doing interviews. I I don't know. It's still one story versus another story, but the other person's dead now. So it's pretty cut dry. I mean, (laughs) I, I, I got nothing but to believe most of these people, but they. Bobby, show us on this doll where Michael touched you. <laughs> I have to pull down the pants first. Is that okay? <laughs> Are you not prepared for that? <laughs> that was pretty funny. Okay. I like that. I know you would. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. You did. <laughs> you want you want to take us on the first topic? I, yeah, let's get it off of or this. Or you want to uh, get Michael even more Jackson awkward? Thing. No. I don't think this is headed anywhere good, so I let's definitely go look first get more topic. awkward. You what? know me very well. Let me crank the volume up. Good. Whoosh. Get us there. First topic uh, from NBC Los Angeles. California lawmakers want $100 billion towards clean energy. That's it? Why stop there? Yeah. But we can't find $5 billion for a wall. Hey, why not make it $93 Priorities. Priorities. (laughs) What does $100 billion get us, Bob? Okay. A group of Democratic California lawmakers called Monday for the state to invest $100 billion to drastically reduce its carbon emissions and reliance on fossil fuels by 2030. A resolution proposed by Democratic Senator Harry Stern would set the non-binding goal, non-binding, mind you, and also declare a climate emergency, citing recent devastating wildfires and the impacts of air pollution on child asthma. It comes as Democrats. Oh <laughs> it comes as Democrats in Congress advocate for the passage of the Green New Deal, a massive investment in rebuilding the nation's infrastructure and workforce to climate change challenge. Uh, the yeah, whatever. Uh, we have to live in a California, hopefully, for the rest of our lives. Hopefully. Even they know we're done. (laughs) And hopefully in a way that doesn't burn down our homes, that doesn't make our kids sick, and allows us to get to work without losing our minds in traffic, Stern said on on the steps of the state capitol with students from eight different universities, California students standing behind him. The $100 billion would be spent over 12 years and come from existing pots of money, including the state's carbon emissions auction program, by the way, Canada got rid of that. Uh, and the gas tax increase to fund transportation projects. The resolution would say all of the money should be spent towards projects and reduce the sequester of removing greenhouse gas emissions. All right, gentlemen. Okay. Take it away. My first question is, when is the California voter going to wake up and realize that these people are just, they just use children as props. They use whatever they need to. Children as, are going to die. Right. Okay. I'm sure. Yes. Are there children? Of course there's children right there with asthma. 
that that is like one of the main points of this. No. Give me a break. It, it, I, I get really frustrated when, okay, we start dragging in, say, the wildfires, and we've yet to prove that any of this global climate change is the result and not just poor forest management that's been the result. But poor, but wouldn't poor forest management put the responsibility back on these morons? Right. It, it's it's the never-ending loophole right. or uh, well, yeah, feedback yeah. loop, yeah, right. right? And we talked about this on the last episode with education, <laughs> right? The inmates in the education problem, they started with the government. They ended with the government. They're still having a problem. And then we talked about with student loan debt, the reason why student loan debt is the way it is is because School's too expensive, and it's too expensive because the government provides you with an abundance of money to qualify. And with this, we have the same freaking loop, right? They mismanage the forest. It starts a fire. We get to push an agenda, and it just keeps going on and on because they never really addressed the right problem. And did I read more gas tax? More gas tax. Well, they Bring get, it on. We, because it's set to, yeah. it's set to increase. <laughs> Every year. Because <laughs> yeah. we're stupid idiots, and we voted. <laughs> we are so dumb. We voted to just flagrantly tax ourselves. <laughs> In the most regressive way possible. Of course. Legislation that also says the government can increase the tax without a vote but remember, every year. But remember, the bullet train was the one that was supposed to alleviate us from the constant travel using our cars, right? But where is it now? That's right. So now the bullet train, the gas tax money that was going to go to the bullet train is going to go to... Hands up. I have nope. no idea. Nowhere. Because it's going to balance pocket. the budget that we actually have a shortfall on that we fail to acknowledge yet. Wow. Right. We're $2 billion in the hole, but it's because we just haven't got the tax at the right time interval. It'll be figured out by the end of the year. So, I'm going to bring up a side topic. Bring it. Four to one vote by the San Bernardino County's Board of Supervisors banned the construction of large solar and wind farms on more than a million acres of private land. NIMBY? Uh-huh. You got it. You won the <laughs> prize. NIMBY, so, NIMBY. Uh, San Bernardino came out and they said, we are sick and tired of everybody wanting to put a solar farm and a wind farm and blah, blah, blah in our neck of the woods because you are actually destroying the desert in which we live. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You wonder, though, how much is actually, how much pressure do they get from the utility? Oh, quite a bit. Yeah. And the reason why they get that is because we have a plan to do 60% of our uh, utilities from renewable sources by 2030. Ding, ding, ding. Factoid of the day. As a anecdotal experience, I have solar panels. My uh, year with PG&E is, a, is April to March. That's, okay. that's the... Yeah. In April, you get a true-up bill, and that's where they do all the debits and credits. and Your energy year. Right, so to exactly. Speak. And that's when you pay what you owe or you don't. I paid my first power bill for the year last month, and it was $10. Prior to that, I had so much credit from the previous year from my solar panels, wow. I hadn't paid anything. Wow. So you have to assume that they take quite a loss. Now, I know they get to use my energy, right? Because yep. I'm, yep. I'm getting credit because I'm feeding the Supporting grid. Supporting the grid, right, right. Right. But you have to also believe that there's a loss there for them. And if we encourage everybody to go that route. Mm-hmm. I also know um, if you've ever driven from LA to Vegas... There's a big solar deal. They used to heat water out yeah, there. That's yeah. right. And they actually had problems because it was killing the birds. It was so hot. It, it was, was frying in, birds. Intense, right? It, it was focuses li- on a mirror. Yeah. It was literally a death ray. Yeah, it, yeah. It's a death ray to birds, and it was blinding pilots coming into McCarran. So they had to 
take it down a notch. Because again, we don't think all the way through these no, problems. That's right. There can only be candy canes and lollipops when we build solar panels, wind farms. Nothing gets hurt. Right. People triple their income. But it's so interesting. Magic that things happen. That particular station is way out there on the boundary of yeah, the state. Yeah, it's like a state line. State line. Yeah. Like nobody sees this. Nobody sees what we've done so that we don't get blamed for all the her- heinous things that we've we done. We only think on a single axis. We don't think of things it's in so the air. I, uh, it's so true. But that's what you know, San Bernardino is talking about. These projects take a huge swath of land. They're massive. The solar panel plants, you know, you just line them up and you keep lining up and keep going. And guess what? You take up a lot of real estate. I got into this argument with a coworker who was saying we need to do more of these things, and I go, we need to get rid of fossil fuels. And he was, he was, they, they were making this argument, the, right. This coworker of yours, right? In, in that, I can't believe in 2019 we still have plants that burn coal. And I go, well, here's the thing: solar is not that efficient yet because you need these million acres of property to actually make it worth your while, right? Because mm-hmm. solar panels take space that has a lot of sun, hopefully all the time. And here's another like. This is the firefighter but, side. Uh, real quick, Bobby. Mm-hmm. When you add solar panels on your roof, you make it pretty much impossible to you, cut a hole in your roof and ventilate a structure fire. You've said this. It's, it's like an, an effect that you don't think about. Right? right. And and it's terracotta roofs. Tile roofs are already a pain in the butt. Solar panels make it impossible because they're deadly. You can never shut them down. Right? Like you can shut down the power line, but the oh. panel itself is always going to be hot. There's no way to stop it from absorbing. So <laughs> even if you shut down the your sever the battery connection the panel it doesn't, doesn't or really cut matter. the cable yeah, right the panel itself is always going to be some degree of energized mm. um so that and then we talk about solar tiles and oh, god right, that's a right. whole different well, we're talking about the solar panels on the top of the roofs and it's now mandated that you have every single new right. house has solar panels on top of the roofs which a study came out not too long ago estimated that it's adding ten thousand no, dollars no, to no, the no. price of a house can't be more importantly, everybody signs up for a 30-year fixed mortgage, right? Or at least they hope to do so. Right. Do the, t- do the math. You're probably paying at least double for that solar panel. Oh, yeah. Because it's mixed in with the price. And guess what? It's a machine. It will break down. You probably will only have it for five to ten years, depending on luck, really. Right, and you're paying for it for another twenty years if you're if you're lucky. Yeah, yeah, because there's different degrees on which you can implement, and sometimes it sometimes it's expensive. I'm going to go out on a limb also and say that Nancy Pelosi and uh, Kamala Harris and Diane Feinstein are heavily invested privately in uh, solar power companies. Ooh. I'm just going to. How, how do we find that out? That's a good question, but I don't think we can. Well, you look at their it's husbands behind some shell corporation. Right. They don't hide it very often. What was no. Feinstein's husband involved? Somebody's husband was involved in something. Yeah, they're yeah. involved in a lot of things, and they get a lot of government contracts. No. It, there's a lot of nepotism that goes around here. No, no way. Uh, I know, conspiracy theory. I'm sorry. Speaking of these people in quotes, I, I always love these sorts of stories when these people give quotes because it just is sometimes great insight to me into the true way that they're thinking. So this this Senator Henry Stern guy, he said, quote, California has gone big. But we must go bigger if we're going to make this 2030 deadline to turn things around. Notice how, and they always seem to, they're really good at this. They always give such nebulous goals. Uh, it's good now. We need to get better. 
100 billion, it's a good start. We need we need to solve this general problem. Goalposts keep moving. Right. The goal lines keep changing. Quotes like this to me are it's just insight into that mentality and that's the mentality they operate with. We just can't simply afford these programs. No, we can't. But we've gone big and we need to go bigger. Well, and government always works on qualitative stuff, right? We we want to reduce crime. We want to make life better. We want to uh, provide for prosperity. You know, the, all these things that you can't put a metric on. And it doesn't matter that we are the greenest country in the world. The, the problem is really India and China. Th- that is the... Yeah. That's the absurd. Hands down issue. Yeah. yeah. That's the absurd part about all this. Like, again, this Todd, this assemblyman Todd Gloria introducing this legislation to eliminate greenhouse gas emissions by 2030. Awesome. Require a, quote, immediate phase out of fossil fuels. Okay, look, dude, <laughs> California could do away with all fossil fuels. Let's say we wave the magic wand, ta-da. Yeah. We're off of fossil fuels. Right. That um, impact versus all of China, all of India, yeah. all of developing nations. Here's, well, not all here's, fossil. Here's a sec- well, here, here's a secondary thought. Like, we got rid of all cars that run on gasoline. They're going to need power. No, see, people don't think this through. <laughs> we need more power stations. What are we going to use? People think just about don't. these things. We have, this is the, so dumb. So we have uh, newer fire engines. A lot of them have this DPF regen. Are they electric? No. Okay. They're diesel. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, to make them cleaner, it's got like a catalytic converter function oh, to course, it, right? Yeah. So yeah. there's a filter, a, a particulate filter. And is this where you pour like the ammonia stuff in? Or no, like that, a, that's a, a different system, okay. kind okay. of the same. But similar, appro- I mean, right. you're trying, trying to, to filter clean it the up. diesel. Okay. Uh, what this does is it'll tell you that a regeneration is required, a regen is required, and yeah. you can do it at highway speeds when you get the RPMs up high enough. It gets the exhaust super hot, and it actually, like a catalytic converter, burns it. Burns that off, right? Okay. Cleaner, okay. supposedly. Got it. Problem is with fire engines, you're doing a lot of stop start. You're uh-huh. driving around town. You're not really getting on the freeway like a truck driver. Yeah. But we didn't think that far. We just said all diesel engines need to have this requirement. Of course. Oh, right. So then you get back to the station, and you can do a regen in place. You flip a switch, and the thing will idle up to like 2,000 RPM. Get it super hot. Super hot, and it does it for like 45 minutes. And you burn a half tank of fuel while you're and doing And you didn't it. go anywhere. And you didn't uh, go anywhere. Oh, no, that sounds way better. So... You're sitting here and you're burning off a half tank of fuel so that you can get, um, there's basically like a little igniter in the exhaust pipe that you're using to ignite it off. It's almost like another spark plug kind of thing. So that you can put cleaner diesel exhaust into the atmosphere, but you're burning a half tank of diesel to do it. Doesn't matter. You you did the regen (laughs) process and that's what matters. Right, right. Just like when we mandated, if if you've seen tractor trailers on the freeway, the, the trailers have these side skirts now, oh, exactly. right? And uh, it's just That's so that we don't Tokyo drift underneath them, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's to make them more aerodynamic um, and increase their fuel efficiency. And the research shows it does above 65 miles an hour. But, but in California, trucks can't go over 55, right? So we do all these things that cost millions of dollars. And and, and like, like we said the before. In, the intention was excellent, though, Louis. Well, and like we've talked about before... I don't want to hear anything about this until we bring nuclear into it. Exactly. Right? And nuclear actually, is by far the most efficient and cleanest form of energy we have. Be, be, it's not it's, allowed, Louis. No, we're closing not We're allowed. closing Diablo. We're closing uh, uh, San Clemente. I almost get upset talking about it. It is, to me, it is criminal that we aren't introducing it into the conversation right. and, and bringing it up. But it's beyond criminal. 
Well, the main reason is because Obama closed Yucca Mountain. Yeah. Well, how much money did it sink into that program? It's just gone. Bye. See you we later. should actually, you know what? Um, I might start work on that. I think it'd be kind of interesting to I'd do. I'd like for you to finish uh, the Yucca Mountain. I would no, love that. Not work on no. that. But like a, like a even a half episode, an educational piece on the history of nuclear. Because we're talking Yucca Mountain. It's interesting. If you use the, t- the, the correct, a good type of nuclear reactor, the amount of waste generated is incredibly small. Yeah. In most meltdowns we've had have been a result of sabotage. Right. Right. Well, there's new nuclear programs that use uh, used spent rods. As we should, breeder reactors. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah. we have exactly. no problem powering our military ships and submarines nope. off it. Not many accidents there. <laughs> it's a joke. It's crazy. Oh, stop being silly. But we've gone big. We need to go bigger, guys. Keep going. Going big time. You got more on this? Next nah, one? Let's go to the next one. This one comes from ABC. Uh, there's going to be a shock, too. I, gotta, oh, yes. I, I mean, sometimes I feel like we have stories so surprising that we have to prep our listeners for them. Everybody hold hands. Mic drop, Bobby. Here it comes. It. California DMV to be audited after lawmakers become suspicious of voter fraud. Wow. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. Did not see that one coming. Louie, I think we're diving deep into the uh, conspiracy theories here. Dive. Okay. California's DMV has been rife with scandal. <laughs> On Wednesday morning, lawmakers agreed to get another audit. The most audit. inefficient department in the state next to Caltrans. It's the most inefficient program in all of America, but let's go keep going. Okay. Uh, This time, the audit, this time focusing on the program that registers drivers to vote. The problem with Motor Voter has risen to such a degree that there is a bipartisan effort in this, said Assemblyman Jim Peters of Fresno. The department has admitted mishandling voter registration information for 23,000 drivers and double registering as many as 77,000 others. Assemblyman Patterson claims over 500 Californians may not have been able to vote last November because the DMV did not send their information to the Secretary of State's office in time. This error includes registering 16-year-olds to vote. We have numbers of people who had their registration changed without their approval or knowledge and actually sending them ballots that they could vote through the mail with. The the corruption and, on this stuff is so deep that I have such a problem with people that deny it. And you're right. I was just going to say, Louie, I know because you and I have talked, you know people who will, with a straight face, look at you and say, there is no voter oh, they're fraud. Adamant. Yeah. They're adamant. They're There's no voter none, fraud. None. None whatsoever. I, I can't link up just knowing human nature that, to me, one of the most important things in the world is voting, and that vote votes decide who we elect and what legislation we pass. Totally. It's so important to life. Totally. But it's the one place in life where there's zero corruption. Like that, I, I can't settle that up. Why would there not be any corruption? It's kind of like Jordan Peterson says, I don't know why more people don't do drugs. Right. Be- oh, right. because of the euphoria. Like he, he goes back and people are like, why do, why do people stop doing drugs? He's like, I don't know. I don't know why more people don't do drugs. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Um, I, I, then why don't, why isn't there any corruption in voting? It's so important. Why not? Yeah. Uh, the burden of proof is on the side of demonstrating where there isn't. Right? And, 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 I, and I hate the soft bigotry aspect of it. 
Oh, that no. well, people are just too pathetic to get themselves an ID, so we can't put any kind of ID law in place. Well, the place where we get the ID is the one that's at fault exactly. here. Exactly. Hmm. How did that happen? It's weird. The, the corruption is so deep. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> you know, the oh. other, the other, <laughs> they're like on their third director. Like this, what is this? I right. pulled this on the web. Kathleen Webb, who has been with the state government operations agency in Calpers, is just replaced acting director Bill Davidson, who replaced permanent director Gene Shimoto in December 31st. I mean, they can't even get, figure out who in the world is going to run this thing. Well, who wants to? Well, right. yeah. I mean, and those the same people that we're talking about running healthcare, right? I mean, like you've said, until you square the DMV up, I don't want the government running any other program. Or any new programs, and 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 this we're is stuck the, with this program, and this is the state. I mean, this is like a smaller number of people. We want to we want to hand over Medicare, right? To it's the same the, dang system, same dang people, same. It's why terrible. would it? Why would it be any different? That's the burden of proof. Now, the uh, the assertion of voter fraud came pretty quickly after the election for president. Of course, Russia, right? Russia, Russia and the whole thing, but it, it was colluded. actually collusion. Russia collusion. It, it was a whole thing, you know. What kicked it off was popularity vote versus of course, oh, of course, you know, uh, electoral college, electoral college, right. right? So, you know, the margin of victory in California was four point three million votes difference between Clinton and Trump. So, Trump, of course, came out. And goes, so basically, hey, the population hey, hey, hey. of Los Angeles. Yeah, basically. So. Trump came out and said, whoa, 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 that's weird. That's that's really high. Of course, it means nothing when it comes to the electoral college. Right. It could have been 20,000. Right. It could have been one. Right. And, and all the votes. You know, if we really want to go with you know, popularity, let's just split out our electoral college votes. Right. And did, do it proportionately. Did you hear what, um, and I know this goes to the Fed side a bit, but did you hear what Colorado is joining? I, saw, I read a story. Uh, a couple of states are coming together. They're going to try this idea. I got a feeling this thing will go to the Supreme Court so fast. They're going to try this idea where they're going to link their electoral college votes to the winner of the national popular vote. So in a sense, they're going to be a popular vote state. They're basically not going to be declared until all voting is done to see who won the popular vote. And then whoever won the popular vote will get so that then does my elect- vote, if I was a Colorado resident, does my vote even matter? I vote for Joe Blow. Doesn't I, matter who it is. I'm not even bringing anybody's name up. I but I'd vote for Joe Blow. I understand. So they're going off what the popular vote is nationwide. Na- nationally. Not just that's their exact, state. That's exactly right. So they're essentially circumventing. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a way off. to get around the electoral to attempt to. I don't think that's going to fly, but... Oh, man, do I hope that doesn't fall. If I'm a Colorado resident, well, if I'm a conservative Colorado resident, I'm probably pretty pissed about it. Right. Right. I got a, I've got a friend, some good friends in Colorado Springs. They, they, they're thinking that's not going to work. Well, they're hoping, I think, that's not going to work. But I think they think that that's going to get shut I have down. To, I have to believe that. I would say, there, and I'm not a constitutional expert right. by any means, but that, there's, that, that completely undermines the purpose of the electoral college, but electorates have the option to vote however they choose, right? Like they don't even have to go the way your state right. went. And obviously the nut jobs on the Supreme court who think it's a living, breathing, you know, 2019 document. Well, uh, you know, they're going to so, go for this. Some stuff, states but. do require that the electorate, you know, 
the Electoral College actually vote the way the state voted for it. But it's a state option. Yeah, it's a state option. Right. Yeah. But you could have a state where electoral your elector your electoral votes can vote however they want. Right. Yes. Yes, and many of them do, and that's how Trump actually won more electoral college votes than Hillary Clinton because while they were advocating for many of those members to, you know, vote for Clinton instead, right. they ended up voting more for Trump. He actually got more votes that way because they're being such jackasses. Imagine that. Yeah. Well, let me give you a brief history a little here. Uh, AB60, which is what we're talking about, the uh, California uh, immigration uh, allows Im- illegal immigrants in the United States to apply for California's driver's licenses with the motor vehicle, Department of Motor Vehicles. An estimated 605,000 undocumented residents received California driver's license under AB60. How many? 605,000. Did y'all, everybody get that? Write that down. And we opened up like six dedicated DMVs to this process. Right. And I know at least one of them. Sent in like... Right around here, Lompoc? Yeah. Yeah. Actually just became the standard DMV, and the old DMV closed. Oh, that, that would help. So it was almost like a way to just get a new DMV. Now, that statistic was actually from a whole year ago. So 2018? That's right, in April. So one can only assume we passed the million mark by now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because the turnout for IDs was actually way less than they thought, right? That, that's why they opened up like these six dedicated DMVs because they thought there was going to be this giant influx on the system. Yeah. And they actually didn't get like th- this was this was considered like a non-response. Well, my my I think what what happened here was they just went to the regular DMVs. You know, they didn't probably didn't even know it existed in their special locations. Just went, eh, I'm just going to go to the regular well, there's six. I, I'm going to. Yeah. Something like that throughout the entire state. Uh, right. Right. The state of 30 plus million, 38 million. Like, yeah, big whoop de doo right? So, uh, did they get to go to the special DMV in Sacramento? At, at oh, yeah, did, yeah, that'd be cool. At Congress, I get to go down like the hallway, take mm-hmm. the special uh, executive elevator. They didn't get to use that one, though, right? I don't think so. Mm. Mm. So, and then of course, we followed that up in October with the uh, Motor Voter Act that automatically registers to vote every eligible California citizen. <laughs> who goes to the DMV office to get a driver's license and renew one. Eligible as deemed by the DMV. That's right. Right, based on their checks. Well, these guys seem like they're on top of it, so that's no problem. I mean, California is not the only state that has automatic voter registration, but we suck at it. Mm. it. Well, we just, you know, we saw down in L.A. a couple months ago, we did an episode about that, how a bunch of people are being indicted for signing up homeless oh, people. Yeah. Give them a buck and uh, and paying yeah. them to vote a certain way, right? Right, like there's obvious voter fraud, but, but there's the, not the voter actual fraud, election but. code was used on that, like the voter fraud code. Right. Why wouldn't there be corruption in other facets here? They, I, the the, the uh, here's, here's the breakdown. We talked about it before, but the breakdown is the. The level of altruism you're going to assign to the people around you and to others. And I think, obviously, there are a lot of Dems that are uh, manipulative and they know better. But a lot of them simply approach life and other people thinking other people are always inherently doing the right thing and always want to do the right thing and are never looking out for themselves 
and always looking out for the collective. Right. And that's such a massive difference in philosophy and a framework to approach life with than others on the conservative side. You're just at an impasse. And I think it's easier to understand why they think these things when you, for me it is, when I look at through, through that framework, if they don't think anyone ever is going to be motivated by personal self-interest, greed, evil, what have you, well, yeah, then all their stuff makes sense and it'll work out no problem. Right. Here's another interesting factor when I was doing a little research. Uh, President Obama actually had a not-so-famous interview before the election on uh, November 4th of 2016. He had an interview with Me Too, the uh, name of the broadcast station. Anyway, is, is that that's a, a station? Yeah, what, what, what? I don't know. There's oh, Everybody's something. Uh, <laughs> he said... Uh, that election records are not cross-checked against immigration databases, noting that when not. you vote, you are a citizen yourself, and they, you know, you either sign it and oh, you certify pledge. under the penalty of perjury That's that you're telling right. the truth. So uh, you must not be lying. Must not be lying. Mm-mm. Because who's going to find out? Who's going to come and make sure that you are in fact a citizen? Well, and so part of the issue too is you've got our. Record management systems are so antiquated and old. I mean, how many times does the IRS website get hacked and personal data get stolen, right? And that is like, that is the number one database of what you need to ruin somebody's life. Dude, every time I go and pay my annual car registration and I see that website versus any, I mean, literally pick any private enterprise business website. It, that, that says everything right there. You don't even have to look any further to understand the issues here. If you have to pay any kind of California franchise tax board stuff right. and you go use the WePay site or whatever, oh. it is so impossible to figure out where you're supposed to go to pay. And then you've got to like declare where your payment's going and to which tax. And it's so convoluted that you're not sure if you paid the right thing, you know? And I'm I'm also under the belief... A little conspiracy theory here. It's intentional? Yeah. I'm under the belief that they want to always keep you on your heels and feeling like, oh, no, I might not have done it right. I hope I did it right. Please don't come and punish me. I hope everything's going to be okay. That's exactly how they want you to feel. I wouldn't be surprised at all. That's my opinion. Well, why not? Come right, on. Right. You and your conspiracy theories. That's really not. Sounded more like me every day. I made my $800 LLC tax payment and I got a thing in the mail last week for my 2016 return saying we received this payment. We weren't sure how you wanted to apply 2016. Right. And then they (laughs) asked me, how do you want to apply this? Or do you want a refund? Or I'm like, how do you think I I want it applied? I, I went through the whole Amazon tax thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) How stupid. Like how many $800 payments do you get? It's that is the specific tax fee for LLCs. Thank you for donating to the elect Kamala fund. And, and we're talking about 2016. They just got to it. <laughs> yeah. They were on hiatus. They had a couple of uh, My deferrals. God. It, it is one of the most, I mean, everybody knows it's, it's a joke, right? I, the most frustrating experience is going to the DMV. That's why I pay my registration at the AAA. Right. And, and they it's should probably wonderful. AAA do more services. I wish they, they would. They don't get to do a it's lot. A very pleasant office. Not very busy most right. of the time. Got some nice magazines in there. I might even book a trip while I'm there. See, there you go. Hey, why not? 
Next, Next one. Let's do it. Swoosh me. Swooshed. From the sack B. So many guns in California, the state can't keep up. Thousands still own them illegally. No, no way. You got to go through all these things to get a gun. So how do they have illegal ones? Wait, wait, don't tell me. There's database issues. This seems to be a theme. Ashton here. Kutcher told me he was outraged. So why outraged, do people still say. have guns illegally? <laughs> Let us they didn't shed some light on this, Bob. All right. Close to 9,400 residents with criminal charges, domestic violence record, and mental health issues still pose, pos- I'm sorry, possess firearms in California, despite the state's leadership in creating a first-of-its-kind investigative database. Ding. That advances efforts to confiscate the weapons. Attorney General, who still doesn't have his license, Xavier Becerra, unveiled the results Friday. <laughs> Wait, he still doesn't? Still doesn't. Uh, we, brought Un- him, we brought him off the bench, right? We did. Unbelievable. Results Friday as he released a report describing the state's armed pro- uh, prohibited person system, which seeks to confiscate weapons from people with criminal records and, and restraining orders. Despite removing more than 5,300 people from the system since 2013, we removed them. The program has struggled to keep up with fewer than one agent to investigate reports and seize weapons for each California county. Newsom has proposed spending $5 million more to add more agents. We need more money to add more DMVs. We need more money to add more agents. Boy. I mean, I know we stack up stories like this. I know it's our um, task to look at California stories and to dive in. So when you line them all up, I realize the picture that it paints, but it is really hard to see how this stuff is just before our eyes, not imploding on itself. I mean, could anyone even articulate to me in 10 minutes, like what the A to Z gun policy of California is and how to navigate it. What I can do, what I can't do, what I can own, how do I buy something? Yeah, how do you carry it? How do you transport it? This stuff has, no, I I almost feel nobody could. Even the people that are passing new laws, in theory, they're passing them because they know all the current laws and that they know that the one they want to pass is not currently being implemented. No one knows anything anymore. You hear this all the time, too, in that even law enforcement officers don't know all the gun laws. And so when you are actually a law-abiding citizen carrying with a legal CCW, things like that, right. they don't even know how to process you, say, on a traffic stop. I don't blame you, them. You you read in these uh, message forms, like gun owner forms, people get pulled over. They tell the officer, you know, the, the hands are on the wheel, right. keys are out. They know the drill. They go, hey, I have a gun. It's on my person. Here's where it is. And then... They're treated like a criminal, taken right. into custody, or or they confiscate their weapon, and they were just they were doing they had it right. law abidingly, and they were making the officer aware and trying right. to create a safe environment. Right. But but then the officer doesn't really know how to handle it because cops don't know every law, nor are they expected to know the intricacies of the thirty different exactly. code yeah. books we've got. I think the part of this headline that says "can't keep up" is right, but I think this is just one element of it. Guns, okay, with this database. It's almost, they, they have, again, maybe by design, but they have generated a system, created an intersection of rules and regulations. I don't know at this point how anyone's supposed to keep up or understand how to navigate any of this stuff. 
The program was started in 2006, okay. the, the database part. Okay. We've confiscated 422 firearms. 422? That's it? That's it? <laughs> since, since how long? Well, you know, you got to remember, you know, you, you've got a troubled person. What do we think they, we've spent on this since 2006? Any, I mean, can you even extrapolate from any numbers? I would have to go digging in the books to find sure. out how much we spent on it to begin with. It's um, got to be in the millions, ten, maybe tens of millions of dollars. Oh, let me see here. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, well, they're asking for an additional $24 million, oh, so like, An uh, additional? That's right. Okay, even, okay, let's make it up. $10 million a year. Twenty million a year. If they're asking, so, if the additional is twenty four. Yeah, I mean, they're asking specifically for an extra five now, but they want twenty four. Round it to ten. Two hundred and fifty million dollars to get four hundred and twenty two guns. The reality right. of it is, is that we only have one agent per county, and my guess is they're all congregated in the big metro cities. A half a million dollars a gun. <laughs> wow, awesome. Is it worth it? Awesome. Right. And this is where we have to figure out for a lot of these things. Is it statistically worth it? A cost benefit analysis. A cost benefit. Right. Well, because here's, I'm going to take the unpopular, cold hearted, zero empathy, sympathy approach. If you added up all these mass shootings and, and all the school shootings we've had, we'll say over the last decade. Yep. Out of the 350 million people in this country yeah. and the 50 million like gun owners, it's statistically irrelevant uh, right. to I mean, prosecute all the law-abiding or persecute all the law-abiding citizens for the sake of, we'll say, 10,000 people. Yeah. And that, that's on the ridiculous high side. So like right now, how we generate the funds to pay for this program is we have every time you buy a, uh, a firearm, yeah, 50 bucks, you get the $25, bucks, yeah, $25 fee, 25 that's bucks. right. And only a small portion of that, of course, of course. actually pays for this program because uh, you have to do the federal background check, which is the bulk of the fee. Right. So they wrap it in together. So when you say, when I say 442 firearms were confiscated, you got to look at it from the agent's you know, they actually had to go out and find this person. I know it, right. Right? They actually sure. had to find him. It, odds are they never had a gun to begin with. It right. was only hearsay or what have you. Or if they did have a firearm, they had one. So, you know, or they sold wow. it a long time ago, or they threw it away, or they got rid of it purposely. Well, and the bottom line is people don't, people who, who know they won't qualify for a gun don't get one legally. No, no, but but Louis, they just won't go get one. They no, no. I'm serious. They they sit right. there at the kitchen table and say, you know what? I guess the law is saying I'm not supposed to. Fine. So done so for me. Done mm-hmm. for me. I'm going to go work at the soup kitchen and volunteer. They all do that, mm-hmm. by the way. Just so you know. Do we realize the more we limit guns, the more the violence goes up? That's like the the crux of the John Lott. All, all our all our gun right? safe zones are the most violent places in the country. That's right. Like Chicago is the example. The gun <laughs> violence in Chicago is astronomical, and it is one of the most gun oppressive places in the country. You don't hear about this stuff in Texas, and Texas has some of the most lax gun laws. Well, but we won't square any of that up. How about uh, I'm sorry, uh, New Mexico? came out and said they wanted to be a Second Amendment sanctuary state. New Good Mexico did? 
I, no, no, I mean, it's New one Mexico. Of, yeah, wow. I want to say it's New Mexico. So, well, it could be regular Mexico too after the Fast and Furious debacle. <laughs> well, hell, everything. Oh, that's true. And El Chapo. Everything's there, legal so. in Mexico. It's the American way. Right. You, know? <laughs> you could find something down there in Mexico that you want, and they'll find it and they'll, uh, they'll sell it oh, to you. Yeah, I know but, they will. Uh, hey, we're, we're having legitimate conversations federally about carrying our documentation from one state to another mostly from CCW. I get a license here. I can't carry it over to California right. where I now live. Right. You know, it's a valid license issued by a state. We're supposed to be recognizing these licenses. Right. Have you ever seen the, the map of the U.S., right? Mm-hmm. And we're like our own special color. Yeah. Because we don't acknowledge anyone else's and no one else's. I mean, this, yeah. this is an issue for many other licenses that we issue. But again... Right. We're special here in California. No, we're setting the standard, Bobby. That's right. We set the standard for everyone on everything. Are you looking up Sanctuary State? <laughs> Is that it? Ooh. That time? I think so. Go for it. I got a Bernie. Yeah. Feel the burn, I'm John. Gonna, I'm going to try and do it in the uh, in the accent this time. In the United States, you should not be in danger of losing your home because you get sick. We need to take on the greed of the pharmaceutical industry and lower drug prices. That might mean we don't have the drugs anymore, but cool. No problem there. I got one from Kamala Harris, presidential candidate. As a society, we cannot place politics with fundamental rights. Make no mistake, affordable and meaningful health care should be thought of as a human right and civil right. I don't, I'm not sure what a civil right no, is, but it sounds good. You're racist for not knowing, by the way. <laughs> um, Elizabeth Warren, Chad Riedler led efforts to let, to let giant insurance companies discriminate against Americans with pre-existing conditions. A vote to confirm him as a federal appeals court judge is a stamp of approval to rip health care away from millions of Americans. You got to love the drama with some of these people. Yeah. Charlie Kirk issued a statement. Oh, yeah. said, like that uh, David Duke just, just said that most important member of Congress is Dem- Democrat Inan Omar because of her anti-Semitic remarks. Donald Trump Jr. said, I was wondering about that myself. Odd, it's almost like there's a double standard in the way they're out there. No. I got one from Governor Gavin Newsom. It's a picture of uh, what looks like a little Hispanic girl she's okay. very cute okay. i met this little girl today at a migrant shelter along our border she wanted to show me a drawing she was sweet and kind and innocent this is who the trump administration is trying to demonize okay she might have been sweet Dude, and kind no. i call bs on that whole story drawing and, she wanted to show it f you yeah. for making her a pawn oh totally totally i got another bernie Medicare for all is the only solution to our current wasteful for-profit healthcare system. Again, I don't know where these people think developments in healthcare are going to come from when America's system is no longer for profit. But we'll set that aside. Uh, House Democrats have been under pressure for a week of anti-Semitism, but House Republicans have bailed them out. Ben Shapiro says, screw this nonsense where members of the media pretend that voting against this sham is somehow an endorsement of hate. The resolution is itself designed to obfuscate Omar's Jewish hatred. I got one from Elizabeth Warren. 
The average student in Massachusetts graduates with 32065 in student loans. Instead of jump-starting their lives and careers, they're being weighed down by debt. I'm co-sponsoring Debt-Free College, hashtag, built to make sure every student can build an economic future. Boy. Looks like... Make uh, it all free. Make it all free. All free. Looks like Stormy Daniels' hush money case got thrown out. No. Yeah. That had legitimate written all over it, totally. so I don't know totally. what's going on. Especially there. with her wife beater uh, lawyer. Collusion. Yeah, what a dirtbag that Russia, is. Russia, collusion, Russia, collusion. There, I'm going to say it like three more times. Thanks for listening. That is episode 40 down. Big time. Get our show notes. Read the episode uh, The episode uh, posting on our website, www.calistreaming.com. Find us on Facebook and soon the Twitterverse. If you have topic suggestions or you want to shoot us a message, log on to the website or the Facebook page. Also, we got discussions on every show episode on the website. So participate. Thanks, everybody. Tell friends. You can uh, download us always on Apple iTunes and Google Play. And Bobby, what should they do? They should all burn it all down.